Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to not only the ninth episode of Obscure Image Podcast, but the relaunch of Obscure Image. Um, as you guys know, I took a huge break. I took like a three-month break after my fameful interview. Um, just I wanted to relaunch the brand in a more like efficient way. I wanted to be super consistent with it. Um, I wasn't as consistent. I was kind of just on and off here and there. So yeah, this episode means a lot to me. This episode nine. Um, I'm not going to get too much into that, but I have a very, very special guest today, man. This is, I don't know, this is this just hits different for me. Uh, not only is this the relaunch, like I said, but I used to play this game that this man is a pro in. You know what I'm saying? Like, I genuinely like this game. So without further ado, bro, why don't you introduce yourself, let people know who you are, what you do, and where you're from. Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Bugs. I'm from New York, and what I do is I'm a competitive player for Multiverses. Let's go, let's go. So how, <laughs> how are you... Um. How are you feeling today? I know we talked about that a little bit before I start recording, but you have a land today, right? Uh, yeah, I have a land called Zeddy Land for Brooklyn in um, the city. And I'm, yeah, so I'm going to be going to after this uh, interview with you. I was wondering, do you have any like um, rituals before you go to a land? Like I see Optic Scumpy, before he plays, he has like a little, I don't know if it's like a bean bag, but it's like he warms it up and it's just to keep his fingers hot. Like, do you have like a ritual before you um, play? Uh, my ritual is when I go to lands, I usually just vlog it, and I guess that's just my type of thing that I love to do because it's like I like to show the experience that others can't do or just can't do it for themselves, and show it through my eyes. Yeah, no, I feel that. Like I was watching when you, um, I think you, I think it was the Simon Cup. You kind of vlogged. Was it? Oh, I think it was. Yeah, yeah the Simon Cup. You vlogged yeah. a little bit of that, and how you were like in the hotel. I was like, oh shit. I don't mm-hmm. know. It was just super dope <laughs> to see that. You know, because a lot of people, um. Especially from, because I'm from LA, a lot of people, they don't travel, like a lot of people from LA, they, they've never been on a plane type shit. Mm. So it was cool to like yeah. see, like a lot of people, they don't even leave their city. So it was cool for you to document that, you know? Yeah, same with New York. A lot of people haven't even left their state yet, which is crazy to me. Um, why don't you talk and about I'm happy that? to. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, yeah, I'm just happy to, you know, show that experience for those that can't do it, you know? I feel that. Why don't you talk a little bit about um, growing up in New York? How was, how was it like growing up for you? Well, I actually didn't live here for too long. I was born here, raised until I was four, and I guess my f- parents didn't want me to have this lifestyle or live this type of lifestyle. So I actually moved to Georgia, where I lived most of my life until the beginning of middle school. So I want to say when I turned 13, 14, and that's when I came back to New York and started my life um, in New York there. And, you know, I had the, you know, the respect and all that stuff, I guess, from coming somewhere else versus how New York is seen as. And hey man, I stay on the right track, and I am here today still. <laughs> That's dope. I've only been to New York once. I remember, I think I was like seven or eight or something like that. And I noticed it's super fast pace out there, man. Like it's like everybody's just on go. Like I was a little kid, yeah. people was like bumping into me, stepping on my shoes and shit. Like <laughs> it's, it's it's such a different atmosphere out there. Yeah, everything is there on the go. Every time you turn a corner, there's a food place, a restaurant, a store, clothing, everything. It's just walk footprints away yeah it's also a melting pot too it's like um people from like the west indies a lot of people from just um south america in general or in new york as well oh yeah yeah there's a lot of um culture over here every single culture you could think of all mixed into one to be honest yeah so were you always like big into gaming as a kid uh yeah ever since i was literally born um i remember the first thing i played was um a, i want to say like a gamecube uh with my cousin and it was a wrestling game probably like wwe or something or wrestlemania or something like that and then after that i just got into gaming more and more with my cousin and my father 
and it just took my life. I was like, yo, this is something I need in my life. Like, I was, I was hooked. <laughs> I feel that. Uh, was it was GameCube the first game that you the first game console that you owned? Um, I think so. Yeah, I think that was the first console I've ever played. Yeah, that was the first. The first one I owned was a, it was a Game Boy. But then after like the real real console, it was a GameCube as well. What was nice. The, yeah. What was the first? What's, what was the first game you said? I'm sorry. Uh, I, I want to say, for, at least from what I can remember in my brain of right now, uh, was a WWE game. It was either WWE or WrestleMania. Pretty much wrestling, but I just forgot the name of it exactly. You were like big into wrestling as a kid. Uh, yeah, I, I was a huge thing of that. Who's your favorite uh wrestler? Mine was a Jeff Hardy for sure. Rey Mysterio. Okay, okay. <laughs> hey, I remember when he got it was I seen a meme going around where he got like his head like. Remember when Great Khali like man Great oh, that too yeah Great Khali had smashed his head he was bleeding. Thought mm-hmm. that shit was real, man. As a kid, I I thought so too. Very depressed when I learned that it wasn't real. <laughs> man, uh, let's get into your name. How do you? Because I know you used to go by Bugs on DJ. How did you? What made you switch to the name Bugsy? Uh, so the quick story to my name was I used to play on my father's account on the PS3 for a long time, and then I guess he finally decided that it was my time to have my own account. Um, you know, in my head. The name that I wanted, and I'm happy that you know he took me away from making my own name, was going to be Game Freak or Game Fanatic because, again, I love game. I love gaming, so I thought that was going to be my name. But he took it in his own hands and made my account for me, and my name was Bugs Son DJ. And for those that don't get it, his nickname is Bugs, I'm his son, and my nickname is DJ. So that was my username for a very long time, and people just called me Bugs. Why? Because it's the first thing that you saw, so you just go with Bugs. And then when PlayStation finally allowed me to change my username, I was like, all right, I'm going to stick with Bugs because everyone calls me that anyways. But what can I do to be unique? Because obviously Bugs has been taken. Um, So I was just thinking to myself, and I was like, oh, seven. Seven is my favorite number. Might as well do that. But again, like, you're a true gamer. You know you can't put numbers in your name. You put numbers in your name, you're you're like a noob. (laughs) So what I did was, I was like thinking about it, and I was like, oh, um, numerals. And, you know, that's why I did the VII, and I was like, I bet. And then that's why my name is Bugs VII. Okay, so it's not Bugs. So it's not Bugsy, it's Bugs VII. Yeah, so so you could call me whatever. It's Bugs, Bugsy. Everyone is, however you feel like you want to pronounce it is how you say it. Okay, I feel that. Because I've seen a lot of commentators, they you know refer to you as Bugsy. Yeah, everyone says Bugsy, Bugs, Bugs V, because of the V. Yeah. There's so many appreciations that people say my name. So how They're you... all correct. Okay, so how would you want your name to be pronounced, though? Just Bugs? Bugs. Yeah. Yeah, people be calling me McLovin and shit, which I don't have an issue with. <laughs> they call me, like, Mick McLove, which my name, it's, it's really MC McLove. And it's not mm-hmm. for nothing, you know, freaky or nothing like that. I get a lot. I get that a lot too. It's really to create positivity and just be, you know, a better person than what I once was. You know, that's why mm-hmm. I created this name. But, glad to hear, man. What happened to your your first channel? Because I I seen that you made the switch from your first channel to the channel you have now. And I tried to do research on it. I couldn't find that last channel. Like, what happened to it? You you did do your research. So I actually did make a second YouTube channel. And the reason why is because I felt like YouTube. This is like way back then, but like, I, I guess what we call it now is shadow ban. And I felt like I was shadow banned on my other account. Like I was not pulling no views, no matter what I posted. It just wasn't getting views anymore. And I was so confused. And as soon as I made my new account, 
my views started coming back, and I was like, that's so weird. But yeah, that was the reason why I made um another account. Yeah, that's crazy to think. Even back then, like people was getting shadow banned. That's wild. Mm-hmm. What the yeah. fuck? But you didn't know what it was at first, though, huh? You just thought. No, I was just I was just so confused. I was like, yo, my account has to be bugged. Like I used to pull like a decent, you know, little little fifty hundred views, you know, one fifty, and then I was just pulling like two, three. I'm just like, what is going on? Do you think it was because something you may have uploaded or something you said in a video or it was just random? It's probably just it's probably because I was young. I was probably under the age probably because what probably YouTube is probably thirteen and back then I was what probably twelve when I made my account maybe and then oh, you know wow. obviously I probably didn't start uploading until I was like of age but then you know still my account was made back then so they probably just assumed whoa you're under you know stuff stuff like that because that actually happened to me on Twitch. I was like, supposed to get partnered on Twitch and when they finally got back to me. They said my account was underage, and it's because I made my account before I was 13, but I didn't start using it until later in the future. And then now I am literally 23, and they just still marked it as underage, which was very unfortunate. Oh, wow. Have you tried to fix yeah. that with them? Uh, yeah, I actually did. I put my thing in again, but it took two months them um, for them to answer the first time. So it's only been, I think it's just about to hit a month. So I'm, I'm expecting another month before I hear anything back from them. <laughs> Oh, wow. Well, okay. Well, at least they're trying to fix it, though. Shit. Yeah, hopefully. Also seeing that you started off uploading um COD videos and shit, too, which was cool, because I come from the uh, COD scene. Do you ever think about, like, going back to play COD or, like, to upload it? Not at all. <laughs> I think I lived my life on that game quite some time. My first few years were just for fun. Black Ops 2 was when I started my um YouTube career, I, I want to say. You know, started um, seeing myself on social media. And it was fun, and then I want to say it was Infinite Warfare where my friend um, introduced me to CMG, you know, um, competitive play of, like, gaming, and that's when my quote-unquote career had started. Wasn't really making money on COD. I felt like it was very back and forth, like, if you don't know, back then it was, like, UMG, CMG, and all that stuff, and it was wagers, and let's just say, ah, the the earnings, quote-unquote, showed that I made a lot, but in reality, it felt like I was just, you know, winning it and losing it right back. (laughs) So, um, just after playing it for 10, 12 years of my life and just noticing a lot of issues with the game and just the devs just never felt like they improved on it, just felt like it wasn't worth my time anymore um, down the line. So, so that's why you basically stopped? You felt like it wasn't worth your time? Yeah. Okay. And you, you never had thoughts of like trying to get back into it, huh? Like, you just left it alone, huh? Um, I came back once or twice. I come back for the zombies because, you know, I love zombies. Uh, that's my favorite thing about Call of Duty. And then um, Warzone, when Warzone ever first dropped, I played. And I think it was a very fun thing because that's when um, Battle Royales were just hyped. But then just after a while, it kind of just dwelled down on me and a whole bunch of issues. And just a lot of stuff I just wasn't liking about Call of Duty. So I just stepped away. And then that's when I walked into the whole uh, Fortnite career. Okay. You ever thought of going back to like the competitive thing with COD or not? Nah? Nah, not at all. Don't think it's worth it. If you if you're not one of the signed teams already, it's a very very uh gate kept on community to even get into. Yeah. And even when you make it, it's very um, I'm not saying not worth it, but like again, if you're not one of the top four teams that are winning or getting second and third, it's not hidden for you. <laughs> yeah, challengers league. It's almost impossible for them kids that try to get out of that and get picked up by a pro team. It's just so much competition. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of sad, kind of. A little bit. I think. I think. I. I. It definitely should be a small percentage, but it is like, like at least like I said, COD. Like it's gate kept like a lot than other games. Yeah, because back then we had the uh, 
the COD World League, now it's like the CDL, which only like maybe like 14 teams. Back then yep. it was way more than 14 teams. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's kind of messed up. Mm-hmm. You also used to do uh, walkthroughs back in the day. When you first started... <laughs> <laughs> well, you did your research. <laughs> <laughs> when, you, uh, when you first started doing YouTube, was walkthroughs like your main goal? Did you want to be a walkthrough YouTuber or... No, my mindset was just what can get views, what do people want to see, what do people want to watch, and that was just my thing. I just wanted to be, I just wanted to be a YouTuber that just got views. There was no game plan back then. Okay. Have you ever thought of like going back to to walkthroughs? Like, let's say if you retire in like ten to fifteen years, have you ever thought of just like saying, you know, I'm gonna chill and just do walkthroughs when I retire? Have you ever thought of that? Um, if if my viewers want that, when I feel like my competitive side is like done and i'm just like out of the game um if they want that i can do that but not really in my mindset um because as of right now i'm just not a big fan of storyline games like don't get me wrong i do love them and enjoy them but i can never really just sit down by myself and play a storyline game when i can be playing a competitive game and doing something that i feel more productive Mm -hmm. i feel that also seeing that you used to play um used to play Minecraft too. Is there any other games that you play outside of multiverses? As of right now, not really. I do dabble in little games here, like play test games that aren't out, like NDA games, like help test it out and like give feedback. Um, and then little fun games with my friends that we find just to like pass the time away because of issues of the current game that we're playing right now. But now my full focus is legit um, multiverses. I always wondered, have you ever thought of like, um, even though this is probably, not, I don't think no pro player does this, but trying to play two games at once? So, I actually was going to do that, but um, I forgot why I didn't, or, ooh, excuse me, um, why did I Why did I not do that? I was going to do that for one of these games, um, but I think it just, oh, it didn't have anything. Um, you know a game called Rumbleverse? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That was the second game that I was going to try to maintain both of these games at the same time. But then when I when they pretty much announced that they won't have no rank or no esports, I was like, oh, there's no point to do it. Um, but I was going to do it for um, a game called Knockout City that I used to play too. But that game kind of dwelled down too. So I was like, there's no point in me putting my effort into that. So Multiverses is going to get my full commitment. But I definitely did. And I definitely wanted to to prove a point. <laughs> okay. I actually had a question. So you So were you not competitive for um not for knockout city or no i was i was he since was. since day one yeah okay okay so i also remember seeing that uh I'm, i wonder i know you went to school you went to penn state what were you what were you going to school for was it graphic design i think i seen that yeah mm-hmm. it was graphic designs okay what made you want to get into that gaming um i was like hey if if i'm not gonna uh compete at a high level then i definitely want something to do in the scene of gaming either make them or you know just something about it i I just know that gaming is my life yeah it's like that for a lot of us too a lot of us like you said you were playing games basically since you've been born basically Mm -hmm. also seen um you went to school and you took like a huge break from because you had issues with your school and stuff like that but when you came back, you started uploading, like, Animoji videos. Like, what was the game for that? <laughs> uh, something new. Um, my, my That was kind of like my era where I guess I stopped doing the COD and stopped doing a little stuff. And then I was like, all right, what can pop off that people aren't doing? And then I just saw that as a window of doing it. And 
I was doing it. It was decent. I could have did a better job, but I'm just not a fan of editing a lot. So I kind of just like got over it. And yeah. <laughs> okay. So. That, that's why. You know, it's crazy because I never back then were people even doing Animoji videos or. No, you, you'll probably see one or two two random videos of like someone trolling and then like a 30 second video. But that was about it. But no one really was like um, capitalizing on it. So that's what I was going to do. But. Again, I wasn't a fan of editing, so I kind of just, like, walked away from it. Yeah. I also noticed when I was watching a lot of your older videos, you seemed like, not to say that you aren't now, but you seemed, like, genuinely happy to, like, make a video, like, for YouTube. Do, do you kind of see that excitement die down the more, like, you're doing competitive, or? Um, no, I actually do enjoy making videos. My hatred about making videos is editing them <laughs> i'm not the biggest fan of editing videos i could i will sit down and make as much videos as i want to because I, I do enjoy you know talking to people even though you know it's not really talking to them but like like a pre you know recorded video for them i enjoy doing that it's the editing i i um i have a thing where i hate putting a lot of work to something and not feeling that i'm getting the same um amount of views back i know it might seem a little egotistical but um like for example like you know sitting down editing a video for three four five hours and then posting a video and only getting like 100 views which i do appreciate the 100 views 1000 percent. no no doubt about it it's just the fact it's like damn i felt like i kind of did a lot for this video and that's how much i got it's like damn see this this is why i like to do basic videos where i just you know one two three and i get the same views it's like why put more effort when i'm gonna get the same amount of views type shit uh yeah i definitely um feel that you basically want the same energy to, you, same energy you put out you want to get it back that's basically what you're saying yeah pretty much i kind of felt like felt that way too that's why i stopped making videos i just i don't know i was kind of lost like when i started doing social media i didn't know what i wanted to do i was just i was you know um upload i started up uploading clips like cod clips on instagram and then i started mm. doing youtube videos and then I started managing teams, and then that's when I did the um, the podcast thing, and then I tried to go pro. I remember I tried to go pro. I tried to do so much shit, but then I realized, like, I love interviewing people and talking to people and just, like, to document a story, like, and I found out that's my passion, so I just stuck to this this whole time. And, yeah. Hey, doing a, I'm telling you, your, your research is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that, bro. Um, you said that you were pretty young when you were doing um, the YouTube videos. How how old? So how old were you when you started? Because I seen a video you were doing like the ice bucket challenge, bro, and you looked like young as shit. <laughs> uh, like I said, probably like in middle school, but like I wasn't really taking it serious. Like I remember, like my back in my first channel, like one of the first videos I uploaded was a uh, Holmes glitch video. Do you remember Holmes for PlayStation? The uh, the Avatar game, like the first ever like supposed to be virtual world for um, PlayStation. No, what the heck? I do not remember that. Yeah, I forgot the name, but I'm pretty sure it was called Home, and it was for PlayStation 3, and you can make your avatar and stuff, and you just, it, it was like it was like Sims, pretty much, but for PlayStation, and I, I, the, I was uploading glitches for that game, and then that was my thing, was like uploading glitches, you know, it's just something that gets people attention. I was like, oh, you know, I, I can show you how to do this and stuff, yeah. Okay. So how did you like your friends and your family feel about you making content on YouTube, like, early on? Because I feel like back then, a lot of people, they kind of viewed it as something that you can't really get far with but nowadays like like if you were to ask a kid from the ages 11 and 19 what do you want to be they're going to say most likely they're going to say something that has to do with social media or the internet you know mm -hmm. 
So how, well, you, how, you, how did your family ahead. and friends feel when you first started making content on YouTube? Um, my friends kind of knew about it. I mean, because, you know, they're my age, so they kind of already understood it. My parents didn't fully get it um, at the time. They still kind of are iffy about it, but they do understand it. But they still, you know, being as the parents, they want me to have, you know, be consistent and financially and all that stuff. And this um, thing that we're doing isn't consistent until you make it or until you have a steady, you know, income of what you're doing properly. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of plays into like, because I remember I read somewhere that like, I think Gen Z is supposed to be the most, I think the most entrepreneurial generation mm-hmm. of like the century or something like that. Because there's so many different jobs opening up. The internet is still young. It's like so many people, they want to kind of be their own boss and go their own route and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like even stuff like back then that wasn't taken serious is like taken extremely serious now. Like the pro esports thing. Like that's like though that's pretty big now like it didn't used to be like that like people yeah not at all you know they scoffed at it and didn't really see anything they didn't really see anything with it so i'll say that to ask do you think the level of support that you receive from like your family and friends has changed now or do you think it's always been the same um i'm gonna be honest it it still feels the same it feels like they want to believe but until i show results um fully then they just they're just gonna be back to their ways of like it's cool you're doing that, but you should do this um, and prioritize this over that. And if whatever happens with that does blow up, then yeah, go for it. But if not, wait. Type type, you know, just just being um, financially stable. Pretty. Yeah, that kind of basically kind of mirrors my experience. So like, of course, like I feel like my mom and stuff, my other family members, they supported me, but I feel like they didn't really understand, you know, what I wanted to do. You know, like they just knew that I wanted to be on the internet. They didn't know what I wanted to do. Like I said, I started off doing COD clips. And, and to their defense, I really didn't know what I wanted to do until I stumbled upon, like, my passion, which is interviewing. And um, I, say that to, I say that to ask, when you first started making videos, did you think that you were going to be playing video games professionally? or? Uh, really. I thought I would just upload videos for views, you know, little life hacks, whatever I felt that people found interesting. Like, for example, one of my most popular video is how to connect your headset to your ps4 getting nearly i think like 800k just cause and i was like okay this is what i might do just upload basic things that people just don't know how to do and help them out pretty much okay yeah i see you were kind of like multifaceted when it comes to like what you were uploading and i yeah, say that yeah i say that because i'm gonna send you something through twitter and i want mm-hmm. you to let me know what's the first thing that pops into your mind when you see this video. <laughs> Alright. I just sent it through Twitter. <laughs> oh my god. How did you even... F- oh, oh my god. I remember this. <laughs> what are the first <laughs> thoughts? What are the first words when you see that video? Um, shoot. I don't even know. that. My thoughts is me and my cousin was trying to make it. <laughs> Why don't you explain to the, to the people listening what video I sent? So he sent a video of me and my cousin, something called Look At That. I've, I really forgot what it was even about, but I think it was like a reaction video, I want to say, where we just like do something and then, you know, it's called Look At That or something like that. If I, if I, if I can remember, I might have to watch the video to juggle my head. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think it was supposed to be like a uh, like a review channel. You guys are gonna review like video games, uh, tech, okay. everything. 
I thought, ah, the, I thought okay. that was cool when I seen that. I decided to send that to you. Uh, oh. that, that's definitely amazing. I'm sad that we didn't keep up with that. There's so many channels that do that, actually. <laughs> yeah. You could always go back to it, though. Like, for sure. Always. Anything's 100%. Uh, this is kind of like a like a bullshit question. I remember when I watched your first Q&A, someone had asked you, like, would you rather live forever on Earth or bring somebody back from the dead? And you chose you would want to live forever. Do you still feel like that now? Now that you're older? Uh, yeah, um, might sound selfish, but it's, it, I think it's still because I haven't, um, fully experienced that, um, that death, um, in my life yet. Like, I've had people die that wasn't too close. The per the most person that was close to me that has died recently was both my dogs, actually, that I had for, I want to say my whole life. Or at least one of them was, the other one was about seven, but, or not seven, like five, six. But yeah, th that was in my closest deaths. Um, but even though I would love to bring them back, it would just, it would just be a repeat, you know, it, they'll just die again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that, man. Cause you know, dogs, yeah. that's family, you know, that's like, even that's like family. fish, turtles, like that's literally like, you know what I'm saying? Yep. I didn't even go lie. I look at my Xbox as family type shit. You feel me? Like I have I to feel you on that too, <laughs> like, bro. <real laughs> shit, bro. Like certain shit, like you gain like a, it's like a love for it, you know? Of course, yeah. you do more because it's a live being, you know, but yeah. I feel the same about, like, my computer and shit like that. My jewelry, like, my beads, my bracelets. Um, also, um, just, I remember we were talking about this before we started recording. I remember that you seen that, like, you were kind of pretty early on to, like, the Bitcoin thing. Not too early, but you were earlier than most. Like, I didn't know about Bitcoin back then. Do you think the price of uh, Bitcoin will go back up? um probably not i don't I don't know i think i think it had its era and i think um the whole um what is it called uh, those pictures damn i forgot what they're called nfts NFTs. yeah i think i think that kind of just dwindled down to where people feel like it's more i say bs but not worth it anymore even back then i still feel like crypto and stocks don't fully make sense pretty much i have a whole idea about it but don't want to bore you with that. <laughs> I mean, I love, you know, I love talking about just random shit, bro. I'm a super, like, my brain is, like, multifaceted in terms of, like, conversation and shit like that. And I say that because, I don't know, I just feel like we're heading to such, like, a digital age to where, like, everything's going to be digital. Like, I feel like, me personally, I feel like eventually, you know, the money's going to be digital, too. Like, I feel like the American dollar and all this shit's going to kind of slowly, very, very slowly go down and they're going to introduce... The whole crypto thing and i feel like the only, um oh how do you feel about that oh uh, yeah i mean i do agree with that i think i think it's still too early to call it but um mm. it definitely won't be powered by what it's being powered by right now the governments like from all the countries and stuff are gonna work their way and figure out how to do it and that's gonna be it yeah. these cryptos that are out right now are just i say shams but just like in my opinion like like i was gonna talk about earlier was just pretty much like I just don't feel like there's really no value to it. Same thing with stocks. Like, I know a lot of people are just like, what? what are you talking about? It's really just a money grab of, like, the rich taken from the poor. Because what really happens if you don't know how crypto pretty much works, pretty much it's set out of value. When you buy in, if the money goes low, you lose money. If it goes high, you, you gain money. But for you to gain money, you have to take from somebody. And how you take somebody is when someone buys after you. 
And that's just pretty much how the cycle goes for that. And I just don't see the value into like buying it because in reality, if no one bought it or no one like, I don't know. I just feel like there's no like value to it. Like if no one buys it, then it can't go up. And then it's, it's, it's I don't know. It's it's a it's a long topic that I that I have to explain it. Like why it just doesn't make sense. Like literally doesn't make sense. But people do it and people make money and other people get their money taken. <laughs> yeah, I agree a hundred percent with what you're saying. And I think eventually they're gonna make it have value, just like how we do. Yeah. You know, like um, paper money, like. In all actuality, that shit doesn't mean shit, bro. Like, if you go to another planet and you give, like, the species there a $100 bill, they're going to look at you like, bro, what is this, bro? Like, I ain't yep. nothing with this. Now, if you go with, yep, like, gold exactly. or minerals or something like that, mm -hmm. maybe you could do something with it. Yep. Because um, resources. Yeah. Do you think do you think that we're headed in, like, the right direction in terms of, like, crypto and everything going digital? Um... I think we're going the right direction with digital, but again, the crypto, I just don't see it making it. Like, at least this version that's out right now, 100%, within 20 years, we're going to see the governments taking control of it, and then, you know, we're not going to have the dollars and stuff, and that's going to be like a, a foreign collection thing that people will do and probably make money off of it still, but yeah, I could definitely see the whole um, digital coming in really soon. Yeah just like the metaverse like when the metaverse fully pops off are you ever gonna like try to be like you know like a like imagine they have like a fighting game in the metaverse oh. are you gonna try to go pro oh 100 i i, I <laughs> can't wait for it have you seen vr gaming vr gaming yeah. esports has already started and i yeah. can't wait for it to be um a popular thing and that's the first thing i would go because i feel like in reality i feel like it's more skillful because you're actually and i think the like for it might even be bigger than gaming because now it's like you're physically doing the actions because that's why a lot of people don't you know quote unquote like gaming is because they're just like oh you're just sitting down and you're pushing buttons and you're doing that and it takes no skill but vr you're actually doing the actions you just have something that that you know you know computerize it and it makes it look cool but you're doing the action so um a cool thing that i actually saw yesterday was um the whole vr thing and this I, f I don't know what country it is but they took it on a whole nother level it is literally um a stadium and there's a like field and they have these like shapes and stuff um on the floor but pretty much one team starts on each side have a whole vr set and obviously you can't see the walls but in the game there's walls and stuff and like they, they do cover and stuff and like it's just so cool and unique how they took you know gaming and literally put it irl for people to watch and see how people react um in game and stuff um with their own bodies which is really cool yeah i look at it i don't know i, I don't want to sound like a like a what's the word like a um broken record no 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 like a uh i don't know like a super what's the word like <laughs> Fuck, uh, i'm gonna wanna... send you the video so you so you can see it i put it in the in the cord Okay. That's that's what I'm talking about. You can probably put it in the interview if you can. This like this looks so cool, and this is in 2019. So imagine now, oh, I got yeah. way more improved. Yeah, I seen people trick shotting <laughs> with that shit. I don't know if this is the one, but I seen people trick shotting with guns and shit. You could, yeah, if you really wanted to. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to sound like a um, I don't know. I don't even know what the what the fuck I was about to say, but like <laughs> you're good because I, I look at it as art. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be one of those people mm -hmm. that's like, oh, it's art. Everything's art. But I truly oh, look at okay. that as an art form for real, you know? Like, mm -hmm. that shit's amazing. Uh, speaking of, like, going pro and shit, you were playing Fortnite professionally for a little bit. How do you 
how'd you do that? Like, did you stumble upon you playing Fortnite professionally, or did you always know you wanted to do that, or? Um, so, Fortnite came a little bit after my COD career, and I wouldn't even really say I had a COD career, I was just literally playing wagers in the small little tournaments. Um, but that's when I kind of was, that's when I finished high school, and I wanted to tell my parents that, um, I wanted to do gaming for a year and see how it goes, but I was too afraid, so I made the lie. It was like, oh, can I just work for a year and then go to college because I want to make my own money and stuff. But, you know, my parents were like, no, no, we got you. Da, 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 go off. Cool, cool, cool. So I went off to college, and I was told no video games, no job, no car. So I'm like, what the hell am oh, I wow. supposed to do? So I did what any college could do, party and work. <laughs> I mean, not work, but, you know, schoolwork. So down the line, um, I had a friend that had a PlayStation, and uh, one day I was watching YouTube, and, and I see an LEA video, and it's about this Battle Royale, Fortnite, and I was like, no, I'm lying, not LEA, Speedy, KR Speedy, and he was just showing it off as an ad or whatever, and I was like, oh, this is dope. Got it on my laptop, runs terrible, terrible frames, awful, could barely play it. And I had a friend that had um, the system, and I was like, oh, I'm going to play. Played a little bit. I was enjoying it. I was like, oh, cool, building stuff. And that's how pretty much I got into the whole Fortnite thing. And then, you know, because I was a competitive person, first thing I went to was like, CMG, UMG, you, you have to have something for this. And that's when they had the whole kill racing, bot racing. And that's how I kind of, quote, unquote, got in the competitive side of Fortnite, which wasn't really competitive. It was just wagering someone that could get more, more kills than them. And then that's when, you know, down the line is when they started doing their competitions and stuff. And when I was watching it, um, in my head, it was just like, oh, my God, this game can, like, be an open gate to competitive. This game won't be like Call of, Call of Duty. It won't be gate kept where anyone can compete. This game could be where anyone compete. And at first, it was gate kept, you know, it was only for the big creators and, ah, you know, tournaments. And they're winning hundreds and thousands of dollars by being so average <laughs> and then finally i guess fortnite just opened their eyes it's like oh hey guys yeah i want to compete and then that's when they started doing their thing and i was like oh my god yes <laughs> that's dope was the uh was the helix gg circuit the first time you really took competitive gaming more serious is that safe to say or um uh, helix circuit nah fortnite online tournaments started way before that the first one was um I want to say it was the showdown when you could win V-Bucks and all that stuff. And then if you place really high, then you got um, invited to an online event. And I placed top 100. I got like 90th or something. And I was really proud of that. And I thought it was going to be invited to something. And get invited, unlucky. And then um, that's also when I flew to TwitchCon. I literally went to TwitchCon to try to compete. And apparently they were like secretly already inviting people. And me and my friend was there. We were first on lines. We were waiting. We were waiting. And, it, and apparently we weren't selected. I thought it was first come, first serve. But no, you had to be selected. And I'm just like, damn. Oh, wow. Wasted all that money to go there. Don't worry, it was still a fun experience. But, you know, in my head, I'm just like, I want to compete. I, I came here to compete. And then to be shown off like that, I was just like, a damn. Okay. So you, so basically, you've been taking... You were taking competitive Fortnite series before the Circuit GG thing. Yeah, yeah. Way before that. Okay. How did you feel when you, like, first, because I think I've seen you first, um, not you first, but you won, uh, I think it was, like, one of the money matches you won, I think it was $1,000, you split it between you and your, you and your teammate, 500-500 um, a piece. Was that, oh, like, yes. Was that the that first was... big money you won in a tournament? I know it was a Simon I... Cup, 
later on? Um, that was the. So yeah, I think around that time, that was the. Was that the most I've earned? I don't think so because um, was that before World Cup? Oh, that was before World Cup. Yeah, that was before World Cup. I think if it was, then yeah, that was the most I've ever won. But it didn't affect me because I just knew that I was not to be cocky. I was good. I knew I was good. So going to that LAN event just felt, you know, right. I was prepared for it. I was ready for it. I was ready. I was already prepared to win, pretty much. Okay. And then later on, it was a Simon Cup. That was that was after Worlds, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, that was after Worlds. Okay, so when you, because I remember when you announced that you won the, um, the Simon Cup, you titled the video "Follow Your Dreams" and like you explained how you won, and I was just sitting there, I was like, damn, like this shit, it felt like a like a story that was written type shit, because you said how basically you, I think oh, for New York you had to qualify twice or something like that, and then mm-hmm. you got. It was like top 16. You were tied with like three other people. You were the last yep. 16th person. Yeah. And then you flew out there and then you won the whole thing. It's like, damn, like that was like a story like written. Like you were like the underdog in that situation. Yeah. Did you feel like that when you like when you won, when you were on stage with scissors and stuff like that? Did you feel like, damn, like the underdog just won? Um, no. So with the whole event, I felt like um, it was how to qualify was very BS. I felt like it wasn't really skillful because it was like it was like a kill race thing. Like so, it was like pretty much luck based. It's like oh, who could get the most kills in under X amount of time of playing, and I don't think that's really skillful because it's like that person can have a bot lobby, that person can have a sweat lobby. You don't know, and that's pretty much what happened to me. And not only that, when I had played my game, I had the sun in my eyes, so it made it even worse to play, <laughs> and it was so brutal. And then um, you were able to get two chances. I got two chances, and then. I was going to get a third chance because I really wanted to win New York, you know, to take it. Um, And then everyone was fine with it. But this one person, because they had time and there was space, this one person was like, nope, you're not playing. I'm just like, bro, are you fucking kidding? Like, why are you being like that? I was like, all right, whatever. Because, like I said, I had the issue of the whole son of my face. I felt like it was BS, but whatever. And then when I went through the thing, I literally was sitting 15th for so long. And I was like, oh, my God. And then when I went on the stage... They showed the three players. They were like, these are the three people. And I was like, all right, this kid probably beat me or, or I beat him. Doesn't matter because the third person, he already said that he didn't play his second game. So it doesn't even matter what he did because even though he tied with us, he doesn't have a second game to back up to it. So I was like, all right, it's either we both make it or only one of us make it. When they said his name, I was like, damn, you got it, bro. And then when they told me, I said, oh, my God, thank the Lord. Because I thought I had to play on the qualify again online. Um, but like going to the event, I was very confident. Um, I have a thing where... At least in Fortnite, my first game is my worst game. No matter what, and I don't know why, but my nerves, my nerves kick into the max. And I have to give a shout out to Helix because Helix broke those nerves for me really quick. Because um, if you remember, they used to do practice cups back in Fortnite. And um, Helix used that for competitions um, at LAN. It was, go, whoever gets the most points, you know, in this cup. You know, wins the prize. It was like a tournament, pretty much. And I was like, all right, cool. And I remember when I first went there, my first, like, two games, three games, I'm dying off rip. I'm I'm shaking. And something just flicked in my head. And I was like, yo, what the fuck are you doing, bro? You're way better than this. And ever since then, every time my first game, I, I want to say I purposely, you know, die. But when I do die, it turns a switch on me. It's just like, bro, you're way better than this. Why are you dying to these kids like you're so much better than that so when i came to the whole simon cup thing 
I was already prepared to win, or at least one of my friends to win, because I had other two like really really good friends. So I was like, all right, it's either I'm winning or one of these motherfuckers gonna win. So when I got there, I was fully set first game, and some guy did something really stupid, and again that switch, it just clicked, and I said, nah, nah, I'm tight. And then you know I just went off and did what I had to do. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like that when I like when I first started doing interviews. Like my first interview, I was like nauseous i was like about to throw up like i was scared as hell but then it's like the more you do it you're like uh, like whatever like you know like this is what mm -hmm. i want to do you know i love doing this why so i'm gonna let fear hold me back you know yeah and then when you like in that video when you were like when you announced that you won the simon cup you could just tell like it looked like there was like a huge weight lifted off your shoulders like you were like oh my like i don't know how to explain <laughs> it but the look on your face was just like thank you like thank you thank you thank you would you say that that's fair to say? Uh, yeah, and the reason why is because World Cup, I was supposed to qualify for it. Um, back um, in week seven, I went to my friend house for a better connection because my connection was acting so wonky stuff. He had a better PC, and I played, and I was pretty much right there to qualify. And on my eighth game, I almost got killed. I'm literally at like 40-something points. I'm like, yo, if I do good in this game, I get like 10, 10, 10 plus points. I qualify no matter what. It doesn't even matter. And I would be, I would have qualified a whole hour early. So I'm ready. And this guy gets in my box. He puts a ramp. I thought the ramp was mine. I have my um shotgun out. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. He uh he edits it as soon as I switch my gun. He hits me. I start spraying him. He's about to die. He hits me. I die. I watch the video. He ends up he he had he had all the mats i had all the movement i had like all the movement thing like riffs and jump pads and all that stuff he had all the mats so he got all that he won that game with like eight kills and i was like that should have been me wow. and then and then like the eighth game i got a few kills die ninth game i try to get a few kills die and tenth game this kid literally tries to grief me and then for some reason a god heaven sent flies in griefs him i kill him and i play the best game i think in my entire life and i have a drum gun i have slurp juice i have minis and i have a rift to go or two rift to goes and i have a baller i'm literally playing for a place i'm like yo all i gotta do is get like top five get like two three kills i qualify two three kills i qualify i am end game i'm in my baller i try to make a sneaky play for a free kill because he was like out I guess I was shaky. Don't kill him. Um, running around with the baller. Um, I get boxed up or whatever with the baller. Um, it breaks. I get hit a little bit. I instant riff. I rift. I'm floating. I'm floating. I see everyone building up, building up. The zone goes away. Person leaves height. Right? The, the, the person leaves height because he's like, you know, he doesn't match. So he's going down. Literally, I'm still floating. I see the zone go back to where he was at. I dive so fast down and I'm on height and I'm spraying everybody that's coming down. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to win this game. Like I'm at the top, I'm on height. I have what I need. I'm going to win this game. And then here comes, I'll never forget his name, Nate Hill. <laughs> Nate Hill is flying around. He's underneath me. He's being annoying. Cool, cool, cool. He tried to build fight me. He gets a little hit on me. I get a little on him. He falls down. He should have died so many there's so many times i when i watch the vod there's so many times he should have died and he just lives it so many people just let him live and i don't know how he goes down he's vibing he i had a kid one shot in the air he gets that kill cool he uh after he had contested me and fell back down 
this kid just doesn't see him. He he has shadow bombed, and you know when he came back visible, he has zero match. Kid just doesn't see him. He gets a free kill. I'm above him, and in my mind, I'm like, yo, I have no more mats. I'm full health. I need to kill him. I kill him. I get the mats. I win this game. Even if I get second, I don't care. I win this game with two kills and a win or a second. And I'm just chilling. I have no mats. I'm like, all right, I have to time this perfectly. I have to jump good in this box when he makes a fresh box and kill him. I get in. I get a few shots in. He puts a trap on the wall. I'm trying to spray and break the ramp just to kill him as fast as I can. He edits the ramp. He's literally one shot. The trap hits me. He shotguns me. I think I got six or fifth, one of the two. And I'm just sitting here there like, what the fuck? And then he doesn't even end up winning it or qualifying either because he got impatient. He launch pads. He's in the air. He screws himself. He dies. The person that already qualifies, literally on the bottom of the ground, wins it. And he didn't even need to win it. <laughs> and he had no mats, nothing. He was just chilling. I'm just like, wow, bro. I had shadow bombs. I had everything. I knew it, I was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> no, crazy. pretty much, yeah, Simon Cup was my, my redemption. It was like something I felt like I should have deserved. Even if I didn't do good in World Cup, that 50k should have been mine. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Shout out to Nate Hill. That's funny as shit. <laughs> do you still have the Simon Cup trophy? Oh, of course. That's my baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I remember when you were like unboxing it, you were like, is this the trophy? Is this the trophy? And then you opened the box and then he was like, is this the trophy? And then you looked... <laughs> and you did like a goofy ass smile in the camera that shit was, it was just so wholesome like i was like oh wow that's dope like you could tell like you were truly not just physically happy but like like you know like spiritually happy like you were just happy like you just i don't even know how to explain it it was just um, it just felt right it felt it felt like it was due time it, it felt like that time was due for so long it's i don't know it truly like um brings a smile to my face when i see somebody like not only happy, but like happy, like doing what they want to do. Like, cause that's what I want to do. You know, I want to do what I yeah. want to do and, you know, be successful. So when I see other people doing it, I'm like, wow, like it just, it truly makes me happy. Like, it's just dope to see. Yeah. 100%. I love, I love doing what I want to do and other people, I, I hopefully, you know, that can happen to more people. They actually do what they enjoy versus being forced to do what they don't. Yeah. How'd you, um, how'd you come about doing a, a wager against Aiden? <laughs> he was in Ghost at the uh, time, I think. Yeah, I mean, I was, I, I, I was, I wouldn't say I was crazy known, but I'm one of those like, like, I want to say pro players, but I was like one of those like known players in like the top player wise, but like, but like um, popularity wise, I wasn't known. But he knew of me, and I just came to the stream. And I was like, yeah, hey, let's wager, and we wagered, and. Pretty close game. Should have, should have definitely won. I think it was like by one kill or two kill or something like that, and he beat me. And I was like, "Damn it, man!" <laughs> you, you, you came across like you've like. It seems like now, like now that I actually think about it, your whole like, not your whole career, but like, kind of like the games that you like were, you know, extremely big at. You always win against like a, a Goliath, so to speak. Like you said, you were known, but you just weren't known like name wise but people knew yeah like, name people who knew they knew type shit you know what i'm saying yeah like the players knew me but like the casuals people that watch people didn't know me like that no like, i remember i think you, i think in a video you said you killed myth you killed bizzle like you've been going against like mm -hmm. some pretty like big names since like for a while you know for oh yeah 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 so when you killed myth and bizzle was it like did you stream snipe or did you just get lucky and find them 
Nah, I got lucky. Nah, I never did none of that stream sniper type stuff at all back then. I was wondering, like, how the hell, like, what are the chances of that, like... I think that video was um the the practice cups. I think that's when I got it. You know, when I got when you got decent amount of points, um you faced who was at the top and they were at the top, so they were in my lobby. So I was like, oh shoot, okay. you know, they're in here. <laughs> we gotta kill them. <laughs> type stuff. Uh, I remember seeing that you were a part of um, I think a team called Team Genji. I was wondering, Genshin, did... yeah, oh. Genji, yeah, something like that, something like that, yeah. Did. Did that turn into Oxygen Esports or because I tried to do research on it, I couldn't really find too much. Yeah, so uh, um, Helix is um, a land center um, that recently made their not recently, but like for the past two years, three years now, made their thing called Oxygen. But yeah, before that, they were partnered with a uh, or called Genshin or Genshin for um, a card game. I think it's Hearthstone or whatever. And I was their first Fortnite player, quote unquote. And a whole little backstory to that was that it pretty much was like a it, it, it was a learning experience um, about like getting into um, orgs and understanding it. So pretty much there was no cons or pros to joining them. All it did was we used each other for our names, me for being the player and then them for being an org. There was no needed to do this and you do that. Just like, hey, do you? I do me type stuff. And it, but it was a contract. Like, I was locked in for like, I think it was like two, three months and it. Like it just wasn't worth it at the same time. Like, like I didn't lose any. It was like. What if I did pop off those two, three months? I, I would have been locked in with them for a while. And it, just, it was just like a learning curve. Like, okay, you know, there's no reason why you should sign stuff like this. There's no reason why you should sign a contract that doesn't make sense just to have a team name behind your back. Because there's a lot of people back in the Fortnite community, I can remember, got, got done bad um, for their contracts because, you know, they pop off the one time. And I guess in their eyes, they're just like, mm, that was that one time. I probably do decent, you know, for the rest of the times. And... They end up just being demons and always getting second and third and half of that money is just gone or like 30% of that money is just gone to, you know, the, the orgs that do nothing for them. Yeah, that shit. Like, I remember when the whole Tifu shit had happened with FaZe. You know, that was a mm -hmm. little different kind of because, you know, FaZe was probably doing a lot. But that contract looks, from what I've seen, that contract looked kind of, I don't know, it looked kind of questionable. Kind of like, damn, like this kid. <laughs> and, you know... I like to play devil's advocate and shit, you know, because, like, nobody really knew who Tifu was until he joined FaZe. Like, mm -hmm. he was always good. He was, I think he was competing in Halo for a little while. People, but you had to know-to-know -know type shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was big in, um, I think it was um, PUBG, too. Yep. Again, no one knew besides, you know, whatever viewership that was watching them at the time, because it was a whole ninja thingy. Mm -hmm. Do you think, do you think Fortnite is dead? I don't think it's dead. I don't think it will ever die until they stop competitions. The day they stop competition is the day that game will die. And I stand by that because um, that's the only reason why people play the game is for the money. Um, once that is gone, the casual will slowly go away because the reason why the casuals even stay is because of the creators that they love, the, the players, the pro players that they love to enjoy. But once that's gone, the game will take a massive drop because it's like, what's the point of playing it? But they, you know, they'll obviously still have their, you know, I would say probably like 10,000 people, 30, 20, 20, 10 to 30,000 people still playing it because, you know, people just generally love the game. Mm -hmm. um, but what I've been hearing about the whole Creative 2.0 and stuff, it don't look like it's going anywhere. It looks like they might even start doing some crazy events in there, too, just like how, like, Roblox is, but pretty much in, <laughs> you know, Fortnite. Hmm. I haven't heard about that yet. Yeah, the Creative 2.0 is pretty much going to be like a Roblox type of game or like Minecraft or Little Big Planet. You know how you used to make games and stuff? Yeah, pretty much you go make a game within within the game. So it's like, oh, I get shit. big. 
Yeah. Man, that's actually a that's a dub. What the yeah, hell? yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to do more research into that. I never heard of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember. I think you also you played. You played a Fall Guys tourney. I think you won like you won like five k. Uh, yeah. like, how, how did that come about? Because you know you were coming from the F, not the FPS, but like the the Fortnite scene. Like, how did you come about competing for uh, Fall Guys? So that was the time I kind of gave up on Fortnite because one, I was having internet issues, and two, um, I just there was so much cheaters and a whole bunch of issues with the game, and the devs just felt like they weren't doing anything. So I was like, bro, I'm not gonna waste my time with this game anymore. And Fall Guys had came around, and I found it before it got popular. I found this game before, and I had wishlisted it. And I'm like, yo, I'm about to go pro in this game with my friends. and just trolling, you know? And I was like, nah, this is like a fun game that I could see myself playing and streaming and just because, just like, getting all these wins just because. And it fucking blew up, and I was just like, uh, okay. And I was just playing to stream it, you know? Oh, I have the most crowns and da 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 you know, just trying to get my name out there to be seen because that was my idea. I was like, all right, fuck it. If I can't do crazy in competitions or at least streaming wise, why not be one of those streamers that are, you know, good at a game and just, you know, get all these wins and the people will be like, oh my God, you're so good. But in reality, the games, at least to me, you know, it's easy, but other people is like so hard. So I was like, I oh, have all these wins. So that was my idea. And then again, guess what I did? I was like, hey, CMG, UMG, looking at this game, you looking at this game? They were. And I was like, bet. <laughs> and I did it. I made like over a thousand dollars. I had a whole bunch of wins on console too, so I added that to my wins and stuff. And then that's when shout out to Helix, because this 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 verified badge definitely helped me get into that tournament. I was like, hey, I have the most wins, da da da. Get me in this tournament, I'll go crazy. And they got me in the second tournament, and I won it for them. And I'm not gonna lie, I probably could have won all the um, Fall Guys tournaments that they ran after the first one, because I wasn't invited. But after that, I could have won it. But I ain't gonna lie, I got a big ego. I'd stop playing the game, like, caring, because I was like, yeah, I'm too good at this game. It doesn't even matter what I do. I can't lose, and I, yeah, I got greedy, and didn't, I didn't win, and then I was going to invite it to a 2v2 version of the tournament, but apparently the owner didn't want two winners to play together and all this BS, and okay. after that, I pretty much, like, disappeared from, you know, that competition. I was like, damn, all right, whatever, and yeah. That's crazy. But yeah, that's how I got into Fall Guys. <laughs> Fall Guys is such a cool, like, wholesome game. But I, I, I think it's so it, fun. I think it's funny how, like, how this game looks like. It looks super wholesome and cute and shit like that. But there's people sweating for money on that shit. Like, I thought that was so funny. Like, I don't know. It's, it just <laughs> doesn't look like a game that would have like a competitive scene. Yeah, pretty much. And then funny to 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 know it kind of got a competitive scene. I was very surprised. Like when I left, um, it was kind of there. So when you when you were competing. When you competed that one time in Fall Guys, did you, like, I'm not going to say, did you go in there with the mindset to win? Because a lot of pro players, they go with the mindset to win. But did you, like, think, like, oh, I'm going to try to win, but I don't think I'm going to win? Or did you know, like, I'm going to kill this shit? No, I said, I'm going to kill this shit. <laughs> and the funny thing is, I'm not sure if you watched the video, but uh, one of the creators tried to grief me to help his friend win. And I made the run of my life to win. Like, when I say the chances of me winning was probably like a 0 to 1% chance, it was a 0 to 1% chance. Like, literally, I had to gain, like, I forgot what it's called. I think it's called kudos because it was like the, the difference us not winning was like the coins that we earn. And depending on where you place in every game, you ha uh, you gain more coins. And I, I swear to God, on my like last run, I had to get like over. 800 coins or something so i like i had to get first in almost everything matter of fact i'm looking at it right now i was at at 2800 and the person in front of me was at 3500 
I had to get over 700 coins over that person. So, so remember, he's also earning coins. So that means I have to get 700 over him. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was brutal. Um, it, it was brutal. And I think, I want to say he died early or whatever. So that gave me the, the lenient to do it. And like I said, his friend tried to grief me. Like he's literally just purposely grabbing me. I'm like, bro, there's no fucking way. Like I was low-key getting irritated. I was like, bro, just let me lose properly. Don't be a bitch about it, you know? And he ends up dying. And then I end up just clutching it out. And I literally won by like, I want to say like five kudo points. Like I'm, I'm going to look at it right now for you. I won by, I won by 15 kudos. <laughs> and we got the bro. same amount of crowns. And it was just like, it was like, oh my God, that was like, Big clutch. <laughs> I remember. I ain't gonna lie. You was you was grabbing people too, though, because I seen one part. You, <laughs> you were behind some dude. You grabbed him. You like flung to the front. I said, "Oh shit!" Like that shit looked funny. Like, what the hell? People was doing cold shit. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you regret leaving Fortnite competitively? Because I seen Fortnite. It had kind of had. Like I think the biggest issue was um. I think you spoke up on it a little bit. How. I think they weren't paying people until like you got to grand or something like that. Like you weren't making any type of oh, money. Yeah, so they had changed the the pri- the pricing and yeah, you weren't making money until grands now. And even if you made grants, if you weren't placing like top five, the money and the time to practice for that and to play don't add up. The money doesn't add up. I'm just like it's not even worth it, bro. You get dead last, you're making a hundred bucks for, for a month, two month long con- um preparation and practice and playing in weekly qualifiers and playing in mid qualifiers to get to grants for a hundred bucks to 200 bucks nah bro not worth it just not worth it do you regret leaving fortnite competitive or no i re- i regret not leaving it earlier i wanted to get oh, into wow. valorant i wanted to get to, when valorant dropped i really wanted to get into it but in my head i'm just like fortnite's still treating me good i'm still placing good there's no point of leaving there's no reason why to leave and i regret it Oh wow, I wasn't expecting mm-hmm. that answer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you were playing Knockout City competitively, and I legit like I forgot about that game until I seen that you played. I said, "Oh shit, this was really a game." Like, mm-hmm. what made you want to compete in that? Like as a pro. So, I'm I'm playing Fall Guys. That's not doing anything, and um, I'm not going back to Fortnite. And there wasn't really nothing to go for. I felt like I was too late for Valorant, and I was just trying to find that next game and I don't know how it popped up but again I just found this game and I was like oh this looks interesting and I played the playtest and I was hooked I don't know what about it I was just hooked it, it just felt good to outplay people and I think that's why I just got hooked onto it and that's why I pursued it and I was like all right this this is the game knock knockout city a dodgeball game it's like a it's like a sport game but like cool mechanics and little stuff I'm like yo th- this could go somewhere and I just went for it. <laughs> that game, it was pretty like um, it was pretty niche too. Like it was, you know, a pretty niche like community and stuff like that. What, mm-hmm. what made you switch from Knockout City to Multi? Um, actually, I went to another game before that called um, Naraka, but I'll get into that. Um, but pretty oh, no, much what got oh, me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. See, I did a hell of research. I did not know that. So what, hey, I'm yeah. sorry to cut you off, but what what game did you say? Naraka, Naraka Blade Point. Okay, so what what made you switch from Knockout to that? Um, pretty much Knockout. 
threw their bag underneath the table pretty bad. They um had the free weekend or whatever, however long it was, and they had that 10k tournament, so eyes are on the game, 100%. But after that, they kind of just like not listened to the community or couldn't change it fast enough and also wasn't really looking into competitions because um I don't know why. And I just felt like it kind of just killed the game. One, the game wasn't free to play. No one, again, I don't know why people don't want to do this, but people don't want to spend $20 on a game. I, I think that's fine, but, you know, back then we used to pay $60 for games, but yeah. I guess, you know, there's a whole bunch of free games. Why pay 20 for one, even though it's a good game? So that kind of dwindled people not to play, and then they weren't capitalizing tournaments. They weren't capitalizing the esports for the game. They just had a set thing for the esports. I think a lot more people would have been interested, or at least watching-wise. And not only that, when they did their 10K tournament it was the same weekend as fortnite fncs rocket league's big major and i think even valorant's three major big major so three big games running their big major and they run a 10k event for their game why you couldn't do any research Man. any small research not to run your own event the time of those big events yeah that, that's but a, yeah that's yes that's like and then after oh, go ahead go yeah, and then after that, they pretty much just didn't really, like, me and a friend literally ran the esports scene to get it up there and help people run a run tournaments in and get these TOs in and just try to push it. And the devs didn't really do nothing until after, like, the second, third, fourth season. And then just kept on going down and down and down. It just wasn't worth it. Wow. That's kind of like being a rapper dropping on the same day as Drake or, like, dropping on the same day as Taylor Swift type shit. Like, the funny thing you say that a boogie literally just did that he's he literally pushed his album back because drake and 21 savage dropped it and he's like i'm not gonna drop my album the same fucking weekend as y'all i'm gonna move it now <laughs> man that's smart though <laughs> okay so after the game that you after knockout city you're playing that game what made you switch from that game to multi oh um so the naraka game i switched to that game because i played in the playtest it was fun i forgot about the game the game came back i wasn't gonna play in it because of knockout but my friend was playing in it and then i was just like yeah we'll, we'll see i could play maybe i could multitask i was playing in it and then i remember why i love the game because it was very skillful it's actually it took skill like you couldn't just pick up this game and win like yeah the first few games because they were bots but after that you played people that knew how to play the game it is rough like if I don't even, like, like, I guess a hard game people say is League of Legends. Think of, like, that, but, like, fighting. And it's a battle royale. And, like, it actually took real skill. And it was fun. I enjoyed it. The viewers slowly down, though, died, um, down, if fell, pretty much. But, um, they had their esports that they were starting up. And it was pretty good. But I think what messed it up was that it took too long. So, pretty much how the qualifiers work was, it was qualifier for one month. And it was three steps qualify for another month three steps a qualify another month three steps and then finals like grand finals was in december and how the game was there wasn't really no practice there wasn't really no like um public lobbies that you could practice in because um people from other regions were playing in and it was ruining the practice because if you were laggy you had like the best chance because you just like like stuff that was true that they couldn't get out of they would just walk out of it because they were lagging so much and it, it just ruined the game and then you know the viewership and all that just wasn't worth it and then um, it's a big game still. Like it's a big game, but not in America. It's only big in Asia right now. So I'm very happy for the game. I really wish it could still be big in NA, but yeah, that's pretty much it. And then I 
saw multiverses multiverses um popped up on my twitter by my friend it was a leak um unfortunately when it first popped up and it was like bugs bunny batman all that stuff i was like oh cool i might look into that i'm not really big of fighting games but i'll look into it and you know a few weeks later go by and then they dropped their first trailer and i was watching it and i was like oh the platform fighter like smash i was like i'm not a very big fan for it but the characters look cool and if it's backed up by WB, then there could be money behind it. That's cool. Watching a video, and then Tony, my man Tony, he said, and I quote, Esports. My eyes lit up, my brain lit up, and I just said, Esports? <laughs> and I was locked in. I was like, oh, this is it. This this is the game I need to go to. The money's there. The support's there. This is the game. What's What's it like being like a pro multiverses player because you know like we were saying you come from not only the fps background but the battle royale background and this is a totally different genre of game like this is like you said a fighting game so what what was it like to you know professionally cross over into a fighting game i'm gonna be honest i i'm just him <laughs> no <laughs> um, I, I i just feel like if i put my mind to a game i, I i'm really just him like i came from call of duty then i went to a battle royale then i went to um a, a kid's little bean game <laughs> then i went to knockout city a dodgeball sports game then i went to a battle royale fighting game and now i'm playing a platform fighting game and i've been on top of my a game besides i want to say call of duty but even then i you know that that's a very difficult place to be in but every other game i've been at the top so i'm not even surprised anymore to be honest like my man mary man said <laughs> yeah, that's cool that you kind of have that like that mindset though because there's people who have been playing fighting games for like literally a decade so like you kind of do have to feel that you know you kind of have to like kind of big up yourself you know what i'm saying yeah i remember seeing your first i think it will well, not be your first but one of your first um competitive matches for multi that I've seen it was on it was at Evo and like how I was saying earlier like you've been going against like people who are just massive or people who are just extremely skilled at the game like one of your first that I've seen like your first like serious match at Evo was against Nakat and Void like, yep. <laughs> what, what was it like going against two people like that like um, I don't let stuff like that affect me anymore. I felt like back in Fortnite, I did let that affect me because it was like, you know, you've seen those big names. You, you just have those, like, that mindset, like, oh, my God, it's, it's them. I got to I gotta prove myself, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But I guess I'm older now and kind of don't see – I don't – not say I don't idolize people like that, but I don't put them on a pedestal of, like, damn, you're so much fucking better than me because, you know, what I've done in my history, I look at myself, I'm like, damn – Bro, you've done a lot in, from what you're doing. Like, th this, this is your time to prove that you can continue to do it. And unfortunately, we did lose to them. Um, and I'm, I'm not even mad that we lost to them. I just wanted to see where they were at in skill-wise. Because if you don't know in multiverses, there's been, you know, server issues in the game. And the biggest one is East versus West. The first time I ever fought them online, I was so ready. I was so hyped. I was like, yes, I get to see how good these guys are. And when I tell you it was so laggy... It just wasn't even playable. It wasn't even skillful. I was like, this is a joke. These guys are being carried by online. And we played them there. And it was a close set. It, it was literally down to the last um, life. Unfortunately, my teammate got hit the last second. Um, and we lost. And then game two, I ain't going to lie, they kind of railed us. They, they 
detrimated us on that map. And yeah, we just picked a bad map to go against their type of comp. And yeah, it was uh, it was a great experience though. It's a wake up call, you know. It was like, all right, I still have a lot to learn because you know I'm still fresh. I'm I'm, I'm a baby to this fighting game community. Still, I have so much to learn in my opinion. What's what? It was land, but then it wasn't land type shit. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, like the first time I ever played them was online, but like Evo was the first time playing them offline. I was what? just saying my, ex okay. I was saying my experience the first time me ever playing against them, okay. and that's why I, at Evo I was so hyped to go against them because it was like I need to see if y'all are that good. Oh, okay, I feel what you're saying. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I mean, even the commentators were saying it. They were like, um, "Here we have bugs." I forgot your, um, was it was it Key? Were you teaming with Key? Nah, it was Super Batman. Okay, Super Batman. I seen even the commentators were saying we have you know um, Bugsy, you know, and they said your um, teammates' name said like they're two up and coming, you know, pro fighters in this game. And then we have Nakat and Void who have been here, have been doing this. Like this is going to be a crazy matchup. And it's like damn, like I don't know. It was mm -hmm. like even though you like you said you've been playing competitive for a cool minute, but it was like a David and Goliath situation. Like these guys have been doing this for. You know, a super long ass time, man. It's like, damn, like, yeah, and this is their this genre. Yeah, this is <laughs> yeah. their genre type shit. Like, I don't know, it was it was crazy. Now, this is kind of like a hot debate. Do you think that Moti could eventually replace Smash Bros? Moti versus, and quote me on this, is the number one fighting game that will exist. Moti versus is the Fortnite of fighting games. That's a hot take. Yeah, that is a hot take, I know. And the reason why is because, one, the game is free to play. Two, characters. It's literally like Smash, but with more, like, down-to-heart characters that we know and love. And then three, backed by Warner Brothers. They got they got the money to, to back this up, and, they, and yeah. they've proved it with evil. And I think people forget the numbers that this game pulled day one. Yeah. And now, don't get me wrong, I do understand that these fighting games don't really keep the numbers because it's a fighting game, you know? Um, a lot of people are just not interested into it, and I do understand that. But people also got to understand that the main reason why it kind of dwelled down was because, one, I ain't going to lie, after they opened the service to everybody, because like, it wasn't like a close, it was open to everybody, but it was like you had to get the code and stuff to get into the game. I ain't going to lie, that day, July 26th, is when that game went to shit, server-wise. It it was so bad. Two, there was, there's not enough content out right now for a fighting game. Don't like I said, people attention span is very small. All you could do right now is fight. Mm. Twos, ones, and that's it. There's there's no you know, there's no storyline game, there's no arcade, there's no guild, there's there's no little side fun things you could do. Yeah, there's arcade now, yeah, there's um the silly queue now. It's kinda not say too late, but more stuff needs to be added before they do like a big revamp. And then also people forget this. The game is an open beta. The game is not even open to the public fully yet. It's not even open into a, a couple regions still. And there's a still a decent amount of issues with the game. I ain't gonna lie. If, if there's some wacky ways people have died in this game or servers and other stuff that kind of just make them not want to play until those issues are fixed. And I promise you, when those are fixed, this game is gonna blossom and go crazy. Give an example. Have you seen Brawlhalla? I remember yeah. when I used to play Brawlhalla here and there, like... I say like once or twice every few months. And I recently checked, like, when I was getting back to Multiverse, I was like, oh, what's the game I could play? I was like, oh, Brahalla. When I checked those numbers, bro, I thought this game was going to be flat dead, maybe a thousand people, a hundred, couple hundred people. Bro, it's been the most active people, at least on PC, 
this game has ever had. So I'm expecting, you know, console to be even higher. So it's like, damn, okay. Same thing's gonna happen with multiverses when those servers get fixed, when those content content start get coming in, when there's more stuff you can do, and then finally when those big competitions start happening. I thought Evo was the biggest thing. They're gonna top Evo in 2033, no sweat. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, the people to do it, man. I mean, it is. It's Warner. They have the IP. Mm -hmm. They have the money. Like Scooby Doo. They got. They got a lot of the, like it's <laughs> like they got a lot that they can do with that shit. So yeah, I uh, also think it's cool that they, they can have like multiverses like the you know the kitty version of that. Mm -hmm. But people forget like they still own. I think they have uh, Mortal Kombat too, right? That's Warner Brothers, if I'm not mistaken. I think so, but I think it's been sold or something. What? But I, they they've been talking with the creators because the creators do you know enjoy the game too. So. I wouldn't be surprised because there was one time back um, a while back where Tony was like, hey, we got an MK uh, represent to get in the game. Who would you want? Two. Not one. He said two. Put two in. What the hell? I didn't so, know they sold that shit. Or are they thinking about I, I, it's it? something. It's something. I forgot. I could be wrong. I could be saying misinformation. But it was something like that. Okay. One thing I hate, though, about, like, I hate how people, they call multiverses a smash clone when i do not think it's a clone <laughs> i think it's a competitor you know what i'm saying like it's a competitor 100 same thing with uh when with saints row when saints row 2 had came out people are even saints row 1 and saints row 2 people are like oh it's a gta clone when that was a legit competitor and then mm -hmm. like, i feel like the devs they kind of let that shit get to them and then now we have the saints row that we know today like saints row yeah 3 and got out of the hell like just they just went overboard and they tried to like kind of overboard on the modding and all that yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's what I kind of fear for multi kind of do you have that fear for multi like people like the devs are going to let the shit talk get to them or nope he said nope. I, I have so much faith in PFG they they reinsure me almost every other day because I'm not going to lie there was moments where if y'all don't know, so I had I so I was in the I was in the boat of everyone where like these servers weren't gonna get better. I was like, yo, I put a date. I even tweeted about it. I was like, yo, if these servers aren't fixed by February, man, I don't think I could play this anymore. I don't. I think I might have to give it up and just go to lands whenever they happen and just you know do it for fun because it's it's not fun to me. Mm -hmm. And then two three days ago, they had they were testing out servers and they had opened it to the public for a little bit and. When I told you I haven't played this game in so long that much, let's just, um, all I'm going to say is, guys, if you look at my tracker, like, what is it, November, like, 4th, the 3rd, I played 312 games in one day. That's what a lot. So, that's what I said. I was like, I played that much? That's how you know the servers were hitting that day. So, whenever they're ready to put that server back out on a bigger scale for everybody, I think that's going to open our eyes to a whole bunch of people coming back. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Um, if you guys are hearing, like, a weird cut, it's because me and Bugsy, we actually had to film this, like, two days later. Um, he had to leave. He had to go to a LAN and shit like that. So we're back. We're about to get this shit popping again. Um, speaking of your LAN, bro, you said you got fifth place, right? Yes, sir. How was your experience <laughs> there? That was great as always, man. Just trying to help out the locals grow, make more people more interested in the game, so the lands get bigger and um, you know, worldwide. Yeah, I think I seen on your Twitter that uh, I think you said like 
you what I think Rick was like a huge problem at the land or something. Or you ran into a Rick. Oh uh, uh, yeah, Rick is my worst matchup. I think that's the most annoying character in the game right now. Hey, what do you? Because I was just playing against one of them like, well, really all today and yesterday, especially in ranked. I just stopped playing ranked because almost every ranked person I went against was somebody who was using Rick. What do you think they can do to like? Not we obviously don't want to gut the character, but you know, kind of like give him a slight nerf. I feel like he's super fast. Just literally, it's just his Sair and his up special. I think it just has too much knockback. I'm fine with all the projectiles, but you give him all that plus the crazy knockback kill confirm pretty much. It's just ridiculous in my opinion. Because you can shoot um, a laser, a Mesex, and then follow up with his own you know, body Sair that has the best knockback in the game right now. Yeah, because my, uh, my main character is Finn, and we all know what the fuck happened to Finn. They did my boy Finn wrong, man. <laughs> And he can't, he can't even, I'm, of course, I'm not the best fucking Finn player, but it's like almost impossible to compete against somebody like that, spamming annoying moves and just being quick and shit. Well, actually, you can. Your, um, your side special on the ground deflects all projectiles. Bro, I, bro. And, and you, yeah, and you can instantly dodge or you can attack right away after doing it. <laughs> I mean, I try. That shit, I don't know. Again, I'm not, like, again, I'm not the best fucking Finn player, but I'm okay. I'm not that bad, but nah, I couldn't do shit against a fucking Rick. Yeah, need to, need to get him. Need to just delete, delete the character, you know. <laughs> um, also, remember seeing that, like a tweet from you that said, um, you're a twos player. How does how do you guys like determine if you're a twos player or a ones player? I hope that's not a dumb question, but term as in what? Like, how do you determine whether or not you're, like, more of a twos character or more of, like, a ones character? Oh, that's just your preference. What do you like to do, um, preferably? And I, the game, main game mode is twos, and I prefer twos, but these competitions have just been, like, some competitions have been also ones, and it's like, I don't know, I'm, I'm the type of, like, if I'm going to play one game mode, why not play both of them? Even if I don't feel like I'm the best at it, you never know what can happen, and you also can learn from it. Okay, but you prefer twos more, though, right? Yeah, 100%. Is there a certain reason for that, or? Um, I think it's a little more skillful with this. How this game, at least how this game is, with um the whole with recovery and how characters uh act. Um, some characters are just better than other characters in ones, no matter what, and there's nothing you could do about it. Okay, who do you think is like a better like ones character? I feel like Batman is. He's pretty good. <laughs> Batman, Finn, and possibly Harley will be your top three for ones just because of their kit and how they do. And also Arya. It's just how they move and how they um play is pretty much, you know, they do their job and, you know, you try to throw a support at them or a mage character, they kind of just wash them because, you know, it's that that's their job pretty much. That's why it's twos with the whole... That's why these um characters have classes and have roles, quote-unquote, in the game. Mm -hmm. Seeing that... um. Ranked had dropped yesterday. How you feeling about it? Because it was like mixed opinions. A lot of people, they wasn't fucking with it. A lot of people was like, oh, it's okay. How was you feeling about it? Uh, I'm loving it. Um, obviously, there's still minor tweaks. Um, that's why they're doing this test for us. They want they want um, us to give us their feedback um, about how we feel and what needs to be changed and what needs to be added. And I think we're doing a good job at that. And, you know, I wish more people would not complain and more say what's the issue than like, oh, my God, this is so terrible. We waited so long. It's the alpha. This is not the final deal. This is why they put this out early for us to test out and see what they're missing and what they need to add before they release the um, actual rank mode. 
you know, the more that I hear you like talk and like see your tweets, I can tell like you're a huge like um not only a supporter of the devs, but you truly have faith in them and you want them to succeed. You know, I feel like a lot of people they don't. I don't know. It's a different vibe for other people. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like everyone thinks they should be perfect or something. I don't know, cause like at least from how I play, I mean not how I play, how I've seen devs and come from these other games. These devs are literally the best devs I've ever experienced in my life. Like example, Tony. Tony is a co-founder. What co-founder you know talking to their players, talking to their community, talking to anybody just because they made a tweet at them and they just saw it and was like, okay, I'll reply this time. Like. I don't not know one dev that does that on a regular on any game besides multiverses. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty active on Twitter. I remember I had post notifications on for him, and I was getting fucking notified almost every like ten minutes. Like he's retweeting like the uh, what did he retweet? It was the um. By lands, he does that a lot, which I'm really happy for. He's trying to get it more known that hey, if you're in this state or whatever, you can go to this land and play multiverses. It was a land, and then it was um. You know how people, they make, like, fucking... Uh, oh, fan art? Fan art. Yeah, fan art and, like, mm-hmm. Walter White for multiverses and shit. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, to to get into that, what character would you want to see in multiverses? They don't have to be owned by Warner, just somebody that you would think is cool. Uh, two characters that I would love to see and I think I only care for would be Static Shock and um, Jinx from League of Legends. Okay. Yo, I forgot about Static Shock, bro. Mm-hmm. That, I, that, <laughs> that I, would be amazing. Yeah, that IP kind of went kind of dormant, kind of. I don't think... Or they, I think they had a show, but after that, it wasn't really nothing else with it. Nothing, but they recently just had a new co- um, co- comic. Yeah, they had a new comic recently. Like, I want to say last month or two months ago. So, you might might see something. And um, I don't know if I could talk about this, but I'm just going to say it anyways. Uh, someone had tricked the... I think the writer of um what's his name the person that pretty much wrote static shock and he kind of not say leaked it but kind of said that it's gonna be in or whatever he was like yeah i voiced that the static shock or something and then i had to delete the tweet oh so, damn how many people seen this tweet? Uh, i don't know but it was a way 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 back then but might be something might see it in the future <laughs> that'll be lit yo tony if you're listening to this man I need to see the crow because I know I think they own the rights to the crow. I need to see that in uh, multiverses. The crow was played by uh, Bruce Lee's son. It's like a, I think he's kind of like a superhero. He died, came back to life type shit. It was like unkillable. Him and I, Loki. I need to see. I'm a petition for uh, McLovin, man. Like a character. McLovin. That, <laughs> hey, for real, a character that you don't expect, man. Even I think Sony owns the rights to him, but that would be fucking sick. If Walter White. No. I mean, what? What are you gonna say? Oh no, I was gonna say no. I definitely see um a lot of surprise um characters coming soon because I was even surprised with the characters that dropped right now. How I, I I don't know. Just you you I would expect you know more DC characters and all that stuff, but no, they said hey here's the Gremlins, hey, here's Iron Giant, you know, hey here's Rick and Morty, you know. Yeah. And it's just like oh wow, you know. Yeah. As soon as I diversity. Seen, yeah. As soon as I seen that Iron Giant was in the game, I said okay, they're coming from a different <laughs> angle with this. They're probably gonna add characters we don't expect. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that like bigger esports orbs are gonna look into having players for mul- for multiverses? Cause um, I believe so. I think I think give it by next year when the game is more stable and um, player first game is actually running their official tournaments. Because the only ones they have ran so far is Evo, 
Um, they're starting this little thing for Make It Rain Dog, you know, a little thing. Um, I think for the ambassadors to commentate and just, you know, get the flow into things. And then they have their official circuit, which is Fall Showdown going on right now, actually. And this is literally just the beginning. Okay. Yeah, I, would, I think it would be dope to see, like, you know, like TSM or, you know, just other orgs. I, the only, I think the only, like, big org I've seen that had, like, players competing in it was Obey because they had um, Rexa and Kosalix, but I don't think they're a part of Obey anymore. But Nope, they are not a part of them no more. Um, Oh, yeah, I've seen, bro. Can you describe to the, to the fans and everybody listening, what is um, Mount Olympus and how did you join it? Is it like a content collective? <laughs> is it like an org? Um, no, Mount Olympus is just a friend group that we just came up with one day, and it grew into something big. So how did you join? You just... Well, I didn't join. I was, I'm was i one of the creators that uh, made it. Oh, really? Yeah. So you just wanted to... So it was you? Who Who's the other founders of it? Uh, so the pretty much the founders would be me, Sinum, Levi, Justin, and the Super Batman. Um, we were part of this group for um, something that was supposed to happen, um, to, like because we were playtesters for the game, and we were supposed to do some testing for them, and that's how we all got into a, like a group call or a group text, and only a few of us got to go um, at the, at a time, and then at the founders we became really close as friends, and we we're like, hey. Guilds are gonna come out, you know. We all mess with each other. We, you know, we should make a name. We should, we should make a guild, and that was a thing. And then we were just toying around with ideas and names. And the Superman man, the first time him ever saying something smart, <laughs> and he said, "Hey, let's be Mount Olympus." Um, you know, the gods, you know, um, you know, Zeus and all of them. I was like, you know what? That's a fire name, and we went with it. How many players do you guys have? Isn't it like twenty or something? So it used to be like twelve of us, maybe, and it was you know you know niche and stuff. But now we have fifty. Oh my god! And yeah, but it looks like that's where we're gonna be capping around. Um, we're just gonna wait to see what is the limit in these guilds before we try to increase or decrease, and we're gonna you know wait for that. Okay. So you said you guys currently have fifty. Let's say if there's a hundred people limit, what are the like the requirements that you look at for people to join? Um, so right now it's pretty much, how do I say, more, more like competitive. You definitely want the top players. Um, we definitely want, you know, some content creators. We definitely want people that could do social media stuff. Definitely people, people that can edit, do all that stuff. So we can just work together as a community, not a community, as a group. Um, and just feed off of each other, you know, and help each other grow, um, consistently, you know, sharing viewers and all that stuff to grow all together. Okay. So, what you're kind of describing, it kind of sounds like, um, do you do you happen to know what offline TV is with, like, Pokemon and all of them? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's kind of puts me in the mind frame of that, but it's just, like, more competitive, like you said. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, precisely. Okay. And you guys are only going to be in multiverses? This is only a multiverses thing, or...? Um, most likely. We had a few members that was kind of, like, trying to branch out to other games. We were just sitting here, like... And this is just like a friend group. It, it's it's not like an org or anything because they were thinking so big. And I'm like, I'm not disagreeing with it, but I just feel like we should keep it to multiverse until we actually have like a staple on it um, before we even try to go anywhere else. Because like I said, it's just a friend group within a game. It's nothing like an org or whatever. Okay. I mean, it could eventually, you know, 
You know, you never know. It could eventually turn into that, though. I wouldn't be surprised. It could, but, you know, only time can tell. Mm-hmm. I remember you saying it. It was in one of your streams. It was the most recent stream, though. How, um... Basically, you were saying, like, how Black Adam is, like, fucking cracked. And I seen you, like... Basically, you, you were, like, going through clips, and you are trying to find, like, which clip you were looking for, I think. And there was a clip where he was at, like, the edge of the map, and he just fucking flew back up like it was nothing. <laughs> so do you think that... Mm-hmm. I say that to ask, what characters do you think are, like, kind of, like, broken at the moment? Like, they need to be... Other than Rick, we already discussed that. Um... To be nerfed, I think Finn needs a nerf. Finn? I think Batman needs a nerf. I think Velma needs a nerf. And I think Jake needs a nerf. And these nerfs aren't like really towards their kit. It's more of a universal to all the characters, but they are the most criminal when it comes to it. And I've been preaching it on my Twitter, but preaching it on Twitch, preaching it in people's DMs and other people's Twitch is that there is no whiff recovery in this game and if you don't know what whiff recovery in this game is it's pretty much the time um that you have after you miss uh, an attack and batman Finn, um and jake kind of have that and lebron actually also has that window of where they could just throw out a really strong move and there is no punish window for them. You could they could literally just walk away, dodge, jump right away instantly, right after doing a big attack. And it's just like that's where these characters just like feel too powerful. Now if you had add a punish window so people have to play a little more neutral and don't just throw out moves, I feel like these characters kit won't be as strong anymore. That's interesting. I wasn't expecting you to say fan. It's on Twitter I've seen a lot of people saying buff fan that he he needs a buff. So is that, is that the only thing? <laughs> so, well, go ahead. Go. So, uh, well, I want to go. So the whole buffing is actually a meme. Um, If you want to see some real high gameplay fin, I can send you um, someone named Gopo, Chavo. I can show you clean gameplay of what they do. And they be killing guys at like 30, 40 for free on fin. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll have to follow him. I think I, who do I follow out to fin, man? I think, um, you know who Nikki Licks is? Oh yeah, that's an OG. Yeah, he's he's pretty fucking cracked. Uh, so is there any other characters that you think kind of need like a a nerf? Nerf? Um, I mean, like I I I'm at the point where I have accepted how these characters are. I'm more on nerfing probably like small knackbacks on certain moves, and just like I said, the whiff recovery. I feel like. If we had a whiff recovery, we'll probably wouldn't complain about these big moves because them missing the big move would be punishable enough. But for the fact that there is none, it was what make them feel so OP and powerful. Like, for example, LeBron. LeBron, literally, his side special, the dunk, is a kill on almost any character at 90 to 100% if he hits you with it. And when he dunks and misses, I, I, I swear to God, I think, like, frame two, he could dodge right after so that there's just no punishment on him. Hmm. That's, I think the only thing that I kind of... I don't know. I, I You said the buff Finn meme shit is kind of like a... You said it's a meme. But I ain't gonna <laughs> lie, bro. He, he... That man got gutted, man. I don't know. Like, because I started... <laughs> I started playing him when, like, the open... Like, when it was first the open beta. And then I disappeared for, like, a month, two months. Came back. He was, like, slow. I was like, what the hell? And then one thing for a while, though, so this has been since open beta. I don't know if this is supposed to be like this for Finn, but um, if you use, like, his coins and you upgrade your speed, 
once you get to like level four speed really almost level three too but mainly level four like certain moves he can't even do like they won't connect anymore like his um his down special it won't connect anymore um you have to be like at a certain like at a certain what's the word like certain length you get what i'm saying yeah have you have you seen that or have you no i'm trying to find some some um gameplay of you uh, of of top tier fins right now so i can show you that this character is by means nowhere near gutted. No, I don't know. I don't know, because the Taz shit, too, like, people were saying Taz was super good. I think before, people were saying before it was even open beta, he was super good. Taz and, wasn't good. Taz was broken. Then, <laughs> Taz literally was on some evil, evil Camille sh stuff with his, um, his, uh, what was it, his side special? Yeah, the, the spin, 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 yeah. But do you think that some oh. people, some people just kind of like just they kind of over exaggerate sometimes, or they kind of downplay other characters that can be seen as broken? Uh, yeah, one hundred percent. I feel like a lot of people do that, especially when it's your main. Like you might be truthful about certain things, but there's a lot of things that people uh try to like manipulate and try to lie about it. Cause don't get me wrong, I, I kind of do it a little bit on my characters too. <laughs> mm -hmm. Cause about like maybe maybe like two. Yeah, like two months ago, I was saying how Batman was like a really fucking strong, like that's a strong character. I said the same thing about Harley Quinn, and I've seen people on Twitter, or just people I knew in real life were saying like, nah, like they're okay, like they kind of need a buff. And maybe people was just talking out their ass, but then it was like, now look at these characters, now these characters are really fucking good, you know? Yeah, I understand that. And then we were talking about, um, through Twitter we were talking about Stripe. And I ain't gonna lie, bro, <laughs> Stripe, he's... Hey man, he low key like to me on some war criminal shit. Low key, like you like, but it depends if you're like super precise and you know what you're doing. Like you just can't throw your moves out there. But if you connect, like I don't know, it just seems like he has a lot of moves that kind of they can combo with each other if you know what you're doing. And that's almost with every character. But you know what I'm saying. But you don't feel like that with Stripe, huh? Um, no, and it's not it's not combos. It's strings, which is like um reading reading um reading your um enemy and stuff so the reason why people think stripe is so strong is literally just because of his um his uh offstage um edge guard you know like the chaos and his big hitbox on his sair mm -hmm. um but main everyone's issue is that they are afraid to be offstage and what they do is they waste all their options if you save your options against stripe he is not that difficult to go against um online i'm not gonna lie there's some issues where you know he kind of gets away with things but if you play offline or you know when these servers do get better you you'll understand that this character actually really isn't nothing um i also actually did force myself to play stripe on the land to kind of prove a point and then you know to try to save my ass i went to harley you know that's my number one character but um yeah um uh yeah i, I just feel like it's more of a skill thing where where if you know what he's going for um and you don't waste your options you'll understand like oh, okay this character actually isn't, isn't that crazy but online i will say he gets away with a lot of stuff because of you know just how the servers are right now yeah so also i wanna i got actually i'm not sure if you could put this in your interview but you should watch that um the last uh tweet that i just sent you in the discord just watch that <laughs> let me see let me see oh damn i didn't even know you could spam that move oh the kick yeah <laughs> i didn't know you could do that yeah. what the hell if you're in this if you're in disadvantage and you're about to get thrown up in the air just kick and you can scoop them up and then just kill them for free yeah <laughs> and 
and then his dare, you know, his broken dare that um kind of reaches further than it would than it should, kind of <gasps> just scoops everybody when they go above him. Yeah. And then they're both trying to edge guard. This shit looks weird. What the? <laughs> That's crazy. So what what initially made you like in the beginning switch from Harley to Strife? Was it all to prove a point in the beginning or? No, it was to prove a point. Um, and also I wanted to to really test it out because I already knew because like I already knew Stripe was like I said when I played him first and noticed that I was getting destroyed by players. I'm like, okay, this character isn't that crazy. But I took in consideration. I was like, you know, my Stripe is way better than what it was before. So I was like, yeah, you know what? Let me give it a shot again. And then just playing him, I just realized that it doesn't matter when people see me attack them because my my attacks are slow. They just dodge and then they just punish me for it because. He's a slow character. Just online, he gets away with stuff because of his, you know, hitbox and, you know, how online is. But offline, like, when servers will work, people also realize that, oh, his character isn't all that. Okay, so are you going to stick with Stripe or are you going to go back to Harley or... Um, after qualifiers, I'm most likely going to go back to Black Adam. Um, if they fix the issues that Harley has, and I know a lot of people are saying, what, are, what issues? Um, like her jackbox, her bomb, and sometimes her dare just don't work. Uh, when those issues get fixed, I most likely will go back to Harley. But as of right now, after qualifiers, I'm going to go to Black Adam. I feel like he's a really strong character that um, not a lot of people are giving a chance to. Hmm. So what... What? Oh, well, you kind of already answered this question, but I was going to say... Yeah, go for it. What makes you decide who you want to main is it like issues if issues pop up then you switch to another character or um ever since i felt like they quote-unquote gutted harley back then like when she first dropped because she was she's definitely different than she was she was in the playtest and in the playtest i felt like she was perfect and then they kind of changed certain things of her and gave her whiff lag in certain areas while not giving whiff lag to certain characters and i was just like damn why play this character when i could play other characters and it kind of opened my eyes to playing the cast to one, learn the matchups, learn what the characters go for. And then two, if you're competing, man, in, in all reality, there are some people that I try my best not to touch because it's just not fun, even though you, you can win easily. Um, but, you know, why why not play a top-tier character? And I know the whole thing is like, oh, I do that, da, 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 da. but it's like, if you're competing and you want to win, it's not, even the easy, it's not even the easy route. It's just the most logical route. Mm-hmm. So what character do you is not fun for you to play? Uh so this character that you sadly might see me play this weekend is uh Velma. I think this <laughs> character takes no skill. I think this character is very broken, even with all the nerfs she got. She is just not a fun character to play with, not a fun character to play against. I honestly felt like I am not playing a video game when I play her. Yeah. There, there's other characters that I could play against top pros, and I think the sets are really close. And then when I go on Velma, it's just a sweep underneath the bus. I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm like ten times better than you now. Wow, this is crazy. I'm surprised she's still she's still a problem though. I thought because bugs, they said bugs is a problem too. But now I could kind of go against bugs and not not die. I can hold my own against him now. But yeah, because Bugs finally got his correct treatment, like Harley did with the whole whiff recovery, and also he lost his loop finally, so now he's a mage, and I think this is how Bugs should have always been. I think, you know, what Bugs is, he's a mage, you know, he's supposed to have big projectiles and big hit moves and all that stuff, but the fact that he had that loop that literally allowed him to do 60-70 damage in one go was ridiculous. I think he should be a string character that does like 2-3 max hits, that does like 12 to 15 damage um, after you string them together. Okay. Now, now, if you can't answer this, then 
don't answer this, but does like, because you say, you know, um, Tony and Player First Games, they're really like in tune with the community. Do they have like all the pros? Do, you, do they have you guys like in a in a private chat where they talk to you and ask you guys about the game and stuff like that? Nope. Actually, no. I actually made the pro cord and this thing called the elite cord for them to do that, but nothing really has gone with that of them asking us. Just like little stuff that we ask here and there and they kind of reply. But nothing, yeah, nothing on that level. Okay. I need to see more games doing it. I, I don't know if Call of Duty was doing it. They may have been doing that, but Call of Duty do whatever the hell they want to do anyway. But I mean, I think they do, but they definitely take those consideration with a grain of salt because you know those devs no offense but feel like they are they know exactly what they're doing instead of just listening to the players mm -hmm. so what do you think are like the top five like not i don't want to say i don't want to generalize it not top five two's character not top five one's character just in general like what do you think are like the top five characters right now oh uh, top five general characters in the game yeah uh wonder woman ache uh, Finn, LeBron, and Batman. Hmm. Oh, and then I'm I'm not even gonna say Velma because she's a, she's just goddess, you know. Yeah. So she's just up there. <laughs> yeah. Is that the best character in the game right now? Is it uh, some 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 people are trying not to say it is, but I think she's still number one. She's just to 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 literally gut her. You have to change her whole kit. Her kit could just ne could never be removed. Unless her her until unless her hitboxes got a little bit smaller and then and then I think it would be more fair. The 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 thing that's wrong with her or not wrong with her what's broken about her is that she literally has crazy long range projectiles and then if you dare try to contest her by fighting her, she has big word beach bubbles when she does her side punch. She has a huge lingering light bulb that she could spam that has again no whiff recovery, so she could just spam up. So if you're above her, she could just spam it as much as she wants. And you can't hit her. And then that amazing, beautiful flashlight that she has, that armor breaks in, has crazy knockback. So, yeah, the character. Oh, and she can, you know, just give free cooldowns. Oh, and over time, you know, she can just get a cop car that just locks you up and you, know, <laughs> you just do massive damage. You know, just, just the fun things in this game. <laughs> can she still lock you up in that cop car and throw you off the uh, the stage? Can yep. She... Oh, God. God damn. I remember when, uh, I think it was Evo... Almost every fucking top team, I think it was Bugs, Velma, I think. <laughs> that shit was super cheesy. It was funny, but it, it was, was just like, damn, like, really? Uh, What are some characters that you think, after, like, you know, some get nerfed and some get buffed if they do, what characters do you think are going to be, like, super strong next season or you think it's going to stay the same? To be honest... Ooh, excuse me. Um, To be honest, I would love to see all the characters kind of... I know this is a dream, but balance where certain people go to certain characters for what they feel like they are more strong in for example um what's two characters that are in the same boat but or the same mm. damn i'm trying to use the best one uh damn well, I mean, I guess I could say like Harley and, and Arya. They kind of both have the same game plan. They they want to kill you from the top. So pretty much just like their play style. Do you want to be light and have like almost like a firm kill that like hit stuns long enough to where your teammate can help? Or do you want a character that juggles long enough for your teammate to follow up also and go for kills like that and then have other pro um, properties, you know, 
it, it definitely changes up where I, I want it to be like that, where it's like, damn, our characters are pretty much evenly matched. It's just, what kit do I prefer to have? Do I prefer to have a jackbox and a bomb in my hand, or do I prefer to have um, armor break and a dagger in my hand type stuff? Mm-hmm. Now, I feel like that, it's like, that's like, like you said, that's everybody's dream, right, you know? But it's it's kind of easier, well for, well, for me, I'm not a fucking dev, like, it's easier said than done, so... How do you think they could actually go about and implementing that? I mean, I don't want to say that it's that hard, but like again, it's it's the whole dev situation with players, and like I feel like a lot of people don't agree with pros because they feel like they know a lot, but it's like we kind of do because we we play the game, so it's like I feel like we have the I say the most to say, but we most of what we have to say is kind of true because we play it the most mm -hmm. um but if you take a collection of oh what the hell one second oh my god kind of blurry my eyes <laughs> you okay um yeah i'm good um but yeah um i feel like you know over time if they took consideration of what we feel like needs to be done on certain characters would definitely help like i said at least for me right now i'm kind of just over it i feel like like I said, whiff recovery would be enough, but there are some players that do feel like certain things need to be changed. I'm also kind of like that. Like, I feel like certain characters' knockback needs to be smaller changed. Like, for example, Bugs. What is Bugs' one is Bugs' strongest move? Is his bat up, right? Mm -hmm. I think that knockback needs to be reduced a little bit because um, there, there's data that's out that kind of says how much knockback certain moves are and how fast characters are and all that stuff. And Bugs's up bat is is nearly almost powerful than most of people's up special, and I don't think that makes any sense. Why is Bugs's normal up bat stronger than Harley's up special, when Bugs' up special is literally a rocket? So why does he also get another move that's stronger than another character? Um, you know, up special that should be strong too. I just feel like certain things needs to be, you know, not gutted, but definitely smaller knockbacks. Okay. Or similar um, in knockback. Okay. So, like, if somebody, let's say they're a casual player, right, and they tell mm -hmm. you, hey, I want to go pro, I want to be competitive, what are some tips that you would give them? Um, be consistent. Um, stick to two, two characters, and don't stick to two characters because you like them, but stick to two characters that kind of defeat certain characters that you have an issue with with one another. So, you know, you'll play this character for this set amount of characters, and if this X amount of characters beat this character, then you have a secondary that will beat that character and then others. Um, practice. Practice a lot. Um, even if you have job, school, all that stuff, it doesn't matter. Um, if you want to make this your career, then after you're done working or after you're done school and you get your schoolwork done, practice. What else are you doing? On your phone, scrolling. You're going to have to make some sacrifices, you know, some days. Because you don't have to do it every day. But definitely have to make some sacrifices of grinding and practicing and getting better. Um, and also try your best to um, find better players than yourself. The only way you're going to get better is by trying to get those scrims against those top players that's already in the game or those better players than you. Playing your friends and pub stomping is not going to get you as far. It's all about um, how you use your practice, not how long you practice. Okay, that's actually... <laughs> That was actually pretty good advice, actually. I wasn't expecting <laughs> you to go that deep into it. That was actually really good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. Uh, now, how do you... 
was again given you know how do we put it uh we're obviously given you know multi some room you know what i'm saying so how do you feel about the current state of it with you know some of the servers well the servers are a little better but the um the game not being open in certain regions how do you feel about the state just of the game in general right now um like i said before i think but pretty much i just feel like it's in this gray area right now a lot of people oh sorry excuse me a lot of people forget that this game is in alpha you know um or not alpha i'm um, still in beta mm-hmm. and i think it's going in the right path still a lot of people probably just you know forgot about the game or not say forgot about the game but gave up on the game because they think it's just never going to get better but it's going to get better um i you know obviously all of us wish that it could get better faster but you know you can't you know, rush perfection. Uh, there's only like three more questions left. These are like just regular questions. Oh. Um, bro, I remember seeing that you went to Hell's Kitchen, bro. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, how was that? I always wanted to go. How was that, bro? I actually did not go. I just what? took a picture. Yeah, you have to um pretty much, what, reservation? Yeah, reservation like one month or two months in advance, and we didn't know, so we're not actually able to go there. But, um... I think a year after, two years after, with my ex, I had brought her back to Las Vegas, and we went to one of his smaller shops, um, in a in a hotel, and that was pretty good. It was was it like a shop or was it like an actual restaurant? No, it was an actual restaurant. Sorry, but it was like one of his smaller restaurants. Okay, what did you get? Like, what did you eat? I think it was something steak, and it was really good, really good. <laughs> Probably top 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 five of something I've ever eaten. Okay. Speaking of food, what's what's Bugsy's like go-to meal at the moment? <laughs> wings and fries. Every stream you'll see me munching on something that is wings and fries. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's for everybody listening who want to know like the niche things about you. Um, I know you mainly stream on Twitch. When do you think we're gonna get like a more consistent like Bugsy upload schedule on YouTube? Uh, when I feel it is worth it, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to try to get more doing the vlogging because I do really enjoy that. But, like, gameplay-wise and all that stuff, I don't know. I kind of just ooh, felt out the loop. The most you'll probably get out of me is, like, montages when I get a bunch of clips because I do enjoy those, too. I, I like putting some clips together. And I'm not sure a lot of people appreciate how I do my montages, but I kind of do link up the, the clips to the, to the um song a little bit because I think it's pretty cool. But I don't think a lot of people notice that. Okay, so like you said, you really don't like the editing of the videos. That's the part that kind of kills yeah, you. I, yeah. I just I don't like editing. But if you had an editor, would you be like more consistent on YouTube? So I, I, I enjoy your videos, man. Like you're uh like where you're actually talking. I think I've seen some where you were actually talking. Like I and some of them they weren't even about multiverses. It was one about like how can esports as a whole get better. Like I you know I enjoyed that. So I was wondering like when. Do you think you could ever do videos like that again? Just shit that you're passionate uh, about. Just talking? Oh, yeah, yeah. I could definitely think about that. I guess if I'm game playing, just talk. I could definitely look into that. If, people, if that's something that you would definitely want to see me do. Yeah, so, yeah I remember doing that um, esports video. Just trying to get my, you know, just thoughts out there. Yeah, I, I thought that was pretty cool. I like when um people, like, they're known for, like, Hugh, you're known for multiverses. Or you're known for being a competitive player. And you kind of do other things with your YouTube channel. Like, I, I think that's pretty cool. I always like when people do that and kind of go out of their element. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, this is the last question for you. Where do you see yourself and competitive gaming in five years? 
hopefully at the top of multiverses. You know, people love watching my stream. People love that videos I'm making. I'm flying everywhere for lands and, you know, sh going off and, you know, showing off. And seeing all these amazing characters that I got to deal with in the future like Smash players do. <laughs> hey, I know I said that was the last question, but have you ever thought of, like, um, God forbid if something happens to the multiverses, would you ever think about going to Smash? Uh, no, I'm not a fighting um, player at all, at heart at all this is i think the only fine game i would ever put my um life into uh, time into oh wow okay well you guys heard it here first man this is the bugsy interview with make love from obscure Mitch podcast i'm gonna leave all of bugsy's links down below so if you're new to my platform follow me if you're new to his platform please go and follow him um this is a really really dope interview i was really excited for this because uh, i just love multiverses and i want to see I don't know, I just want to see this game do good because it's a lot of naysayers about the game. When this is a good game, it's still, like you said, it's still an open beta. There's still a lot of stuff wrong with it, kind of, even though they're fixing that and they're acknowledging a lot of that and they're really, you know, reaching out to the community. So I just want to see this game do really, really good. And, um, yeah, man, uh, Bugsy, is there anything that you want to say to the people listening? And I love y'all and I can't wait to do another one. <laughs> okay, okay. Was this this wasn't your first interview that right right it was like your third for multiverses or just in general just in general I don't know okay so this um, is my like fifth or sixth one I I want to say okay 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 so everybody um like I said make sure you guys follow us if you like interviews follow me uh it's obscure Mitch podcast your host make love and we out peace peace.